Hi guys, it is me, Kate Munkin. It is six o'clock on Sunday night, uh, which means it's office hours with me. Um, I've tried now three times to start this one and it's just like not working on Facebook, so I don't know what's going on with Facebook Live tonight. Um, but here we go, we're doing it this time. So for those of you who don't know what office hours is, office hours is an entirely free service that I provide every Sunday night from six to seven, where I take your industry questions, any questions that you have for me at all. They are anything across the board. Nothing is too funny, too stupid, too silly, too personal, too over the top. I will take your question and I will do my best to answer it for you. Um, so here I am. I will take any of your questions. Please feel free to get this conversation started. Um, I did, until I get my first question, just want to take this time to tell you that I have started doing this as a podcast now too. So whatever conversation that we have this week, you will be able to find it in the iTunes uh, store uh, under the podcast section. Search for my name, Kate Mumpkin, and Office Hours with Kate Mumpkin will pop up. You can listen to this entire feed as a podcast uh, starting tomorrow. I think you should have the one from today. So again, uh, happy Easter, or if you do not celebrate Easter, Easter. That's wonderful as well. Happy first day of summer. Um, it is warm and beautiful in New York City. I don't know what it's like anywhere else in the country, but I'm sure hoping that it's a beautiful day. So until I get my first question, which I hope happens very soon because I'd love to get this conversation started, um, I just wanted to take a, a beat to say a couple of things. I've made like two public service announcements on Facebook already this week. The first one is as it is summertime and dresses begin to get a little bit shorter and a little bit nicer and more fun, no more tights, yay hooray. Um, just a reminder to my ladies out there who are going into audition. If you are a lady or a gentleman wearing a dress or a skirt, I feel free or anyone, non-binary, anyone wearing anything. If you are wearing something that is um, shorter, I just want to remind you that if you're leaning over to talk to an accompanist um, to get them to go over your music, uh, please, please, please uh, remember that if you're bending over, I want you to be in control of your own body and only let people see what you want them to see. So uh, think twice about the length of your attire during the summer. I have already seen some booty cheeks in auditions recently and I know that you probably didn't want me to see that. So take a beat and think about that. The other thing that I want to remind you all, and I've already made this PSA on Facebook, I only made it about 40 minutes ago, so some of you have probably already seen it, I cannot remind you enough that you must have a website and you absolutely must, must, must have some sort of um, information and visual representation of what it is that you do on the internet. So I just need you to know that like I'm searching for something right now for a very specific show. I'm looking for a very, very, very specific person. And so I'm doing a lot of YouTube scouring and I'm like on YouTube and I'm on Instagram and I'm looking for this thing all over the place. And uh, I was on YouTube and I was looking for this thing and then in the recommended videos on like the right hand side, there were these three fierce, very different women um, singing a song, the same song that I was looking at for somebody else, but I realized those three women were so amazing and they'd be great for another project that I'm working on, right? The only reason that I found those women is because I was on YouTube, they happened to sing the same song and it happened to be recommended to me. The only reason that I saw that video is because those people took the initiative to make sure that their, um, that the, the craft that they work so hard on is presented on the internet, right? It is so, so, so vital to be found 
to, to be easily found on the internet. So that is just a reminder. Um, I cannot say it enough. You absolutely have to be visible and you have to be easily accessible. So that is just kind of my little spiel. Um, hi, Ben. Hi, John. Um, I'm so grateful that you guys are here. Um, I will be here taking any questions that people have. Again, there are no questions that are too big or too small. I also do understand that it is a holiday, so we might not have a lot of people joining us today. Um, and if that is the case, I will peace out and uh, go enjoy some Easter candy that uh, I got from the Easter Bunny today, which is real life. Uh, I got some delicious treats. So um, while I'm waiting for my next question, I also just wanted to say uh, I sat in on an awesome round of auditions this weekend uh, for the Musical Theater Factory, which if you don't know what MTF is, you absolutely need to look them up. Um, MTF is doing incredibly interesting work. Again, that's the Musical Theater Factory. Um, they're doing really, really, really interesting things. If you're not a member of MTF, you should absolutely look into what it takes to become a member and uh, its volunteer hours and all sorts of great things. But they have this really, really, really great programming called Seeing Your Feckin' Face Off. Um, and I happen to be in this room with lots of writers, uh, creatives, really interesting people. And we watched, I think it was something like 150, 160 auditions this weekend. Uh, and there were a couple things that I noticed that were really great. One, I, during every day of auditions, keep a running track of all of the songs that I'm hearing, um, which is a really awesome list, P.S. Oh, sorry, uh, Ben just asked, when is my next workshop in Manhattan? My next work, <laughs> my next workshop should be in about three weeks. Um, I was gonna do one sooner than that, but I just got a new apartment, and Craig and I have to move, and it's just been craziness, um, and I just, I'm working on two shows, two more shows out of nowhere. So um, it's just been a little bit tedious, but it should be probably in the next two weeks. And if you are on my mailing list, you will get first dibs on those spots for my workshop. If you're not on my mailing list, if you haven't subscribed, go to kate-lumpkin.com. There are lots of boxes on every page that say subscribe, subscribe. And if you go into that, you will have access to free advice. You will have access, early access to all of my classes, all of my workshops. And um, you will have access to my newsletter, which might give you a little free goodies and or discounts on coachings. It'll also have all sorts of announcements about my coaching. So that's that. But what I was saying was, um, I keep a running tab of all of the songs that are being sung in um, auditions. And I saw 160 auditions and we only heard two repeats. Only heard two repeats the entire weekend, which Friends, I don't know what kind of work you're doing on your rep books, but we also heard some really interesting, cool stuff. And so what that says to me is if you don't know about Musical Theater Factory, you absolutely should because really cool people are involved. Um, cool people who have interesting stuff in their books and who want to be a part of this awesome community. Uh, and so that's, that's something. But also, if you think that the material you have in your book might be something that is doubled up, with somebody else, it is time to reevaluate what you are singing. And I cannot emphasize that enough. If you feel like you've been singing the same rep since you were in college, or if you just recently graduated from college and you're singing the same rep that you sang to get into college, it is time to do some work. And I just want to give this little recommendation. It seems like I have a question, so I am going to get to it, I promise. Um, but uh, I just wanted to make this suggestion. If you're looking for new rep, I have the best 
thing. And it's totally, totally free. So if you're like, oh my god, I don't know how to search for a new wrap, I don't want to hire a coach, which I highly recommend if, if you are looking for a new wrap or if you need some guidance, always ask for help, always find a good coach. But if you're just like, actually I feel pretty good, but I want some new songs, I want you to go into your Spotify app. Go into the app. Find a song that you sing in your book that you think is absolutely magical. Find the song that you're like, mm, mwah, this is it. Hit go to radio. When you hit go to radio, all sorts of songs that are in a similar vein to the song that you love are going to pop up. The best part is if you keep hitting up, it will refresh that list. So that list goes from like 20 songs to 40 songs to 60 songs. Everything on that list is going to be in a similar vein to what you are singing that makes you feel awesome. So it's going to be in, a, you know, in the same time period, most likely. It's going to live in the same vocal place. It's going to live in a show that lives in the same world. So even if a song on that playlist is perhaps not the right song, the show that it's from or the musician who's singing it might be something that's perfect for your voice. So that is my number one tip. Go to Spotify, click on a song that is something that you sing that you think is absolutely baller, always gets you the job. Click go to radio and look at that radio. Click refresh, 20 more songs will come. Refresh again, 20 more songs will come. It is a great way to figure out new rep for you. And actually Spotify has so many cool albums on it, so many original cast recordings, so many interesting artists. And it has this really cool way of saying like, oh, you like Waitress, which means you like Sarah Bareilles, which means you like Imogen Heap, which means you like blah. And so they filter in all sorts of other kinds of artists, not just like musical theater, which P.S., we know is important to have in your book, but you also have to have pop rock. So finding that kind of stuff. So that's my little um, free tidbit of the day of how to find more rep. So I want to get to this question, which, hey, Marissa, she asks, I'm currently an ensemble member in my last musical at college. Hooray! You're doing it. You're going to graduate. Everything's awesome. Um, and it says, I recently got a callback for a year-long touring show at the same time as a matinee. What's your advice about how to prioritize commitments and auditions? Ooh, I hear you. I absolutely hear you. Um, prioritizing is going to be like your number two job for the rest of your life in this industry. Your number one job, of course, is going to be uh, taking care of yourself, making sure that you and your instrument, uh, your voice, your body, your heart, your mind, all of that is taken care of. That's going to be your number one. Your number two is going to be figuring out how to prioritize your life. Um, and that means scheduling your auditions and scheduling all of the things. So when it comes to this idea of um, being in a show, and having one matinee, but then getting this callback for the touring show, for me, you have to think about your future. And unless there's some sort of role at your school, rule at your school that says you can't miss stuff for outside work, which I don't know if that's a truth at your school, um, I think you have to sit down and you have to talk to someone and uh, tell them what's going on and, and tell yourself that my, you know, I got this BFA, I went to school for this training so that I can have a future and a career in this industry. And if this uh, callback is really important to you and you really think you have a chance of booking it, then for me, for my money, I would say if you get to perform in multiple other shows and you get to give someone else who's maybe an understudy an opportunity um, to go on, which you know those understudies are killing to go on, um, I think it might be a win-win for a lot of things, but you do need to talk to someone and figure it out. I absolutely abhor when people pretend that they are sick or when people make up an excuse to go to an audition. A whole huge section of my life as someone who works in casting is scheduling and having to understand and pray that people are being honest with me. 
right? So I am a very forgiving CD. If you need to move stuff around, I understand that life happens, but nothing, I can smell bullshit so, so, so easily. And you have to remember that most people who work in casting also have degrees in theater, also have been around. If they don't have a degree in theater, they've definitely been doing theater and watching theater for years and years and years. So they can smell bullshit like it is nobody's business. So when someone emails me and they're like, oh, something, something happened, or like, oh, one of my family members has passed away, I can tell when someone's telling the truth and when they're lying. And so I would say when it comes to prioritizing things like callbacks and shows and all of that, Honesty is the best policy always. Just tell the truth. Just tell the truth and make sure that um, you tell them why this is happening and, and why your priority is, is what it is. Is that helpful, Marissa? Let me know. If not, I can get more specific. Uh, no problem at all. Phil, that's so sweet of you. I appreciate you saying that I'm photogenic. I will take it. For those of you listening on the podcast version of this, you can't see me. Um, so hopefully my voice is is also melodic. Um, I appreciate it, Phil. You're so, so, so sweet. Um, Drew asks, tattoos on actors. Thoughts? Um, so here's my thing about tattoos on actors. I, I personally have a tattoo. I love my tattoo. She is gorgeous and she is huge and she's all over my ribs and my dear friend wrote it out and all sorts of great things. Um, I love my tattoo and I, I think tattoos are really important to people when they get them. Um, so I have nothing against tattoos on actors. In fact, I think it takes a lot of courage to get a tattoo. It means that you love something enough that you want it to be a part of you forever. So I really, really, really appreciate them. I do think you need to know a couple of things. Um, Tattoos can work for you and work against you when it comes to certain kinds of shows, but no matter what, if um, if someone really wants to work with you, uh, there's makeup to cover anything, there's clothes to cover anything. Um, there are certain companies that can't hire you if you have a tattoo that looks like a certain something, we know this. Um, there are people who can't see past tattoos. That's the only thing that I say about tattoos you know, is that there are people who see a tattoo and immediately think something about you as a human, whether that's true or not. Um, my tattoo is kind of strategically hidden so that if um, I'm going in for a job interview, which is what's an audition for you, right, that's basically a job interview, um, that I can kind of hide it if I want to, or if I, you know, am going to an event, I can hide it as well. Um, so that's kind of my thought is tattoos are great. If there is a way that you can hide it, um, I say go for it only because it puts such a specific kind of thing into people's heads. Um, however, uh, it can work for you, right? If you're going in for rent, you have a big tattoo, that's pretty awesome. So like show it off. Um, if you're going in for a brand new work, if you're going in for like Joan of Arc at the public, I don't think they're going to be upset that you have a tattoo. It makes sense. If you're going in for Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson, people are going to be like, yeah, sweet tattoo. Um, so it really is all about... Uh, knowing when to show it, knowing when not to show it, making sure that you have the makeup skills to hide it if you need to. Um, and there are definitely, if you go online and you type in like makeup to cover my tattoo, um, there are tutorials on how to do that and what products to buy, which is really great for men and women. Um, so that is just something you should absolutely know. You asked if there are any places to avoid getting tattoos, your face. Do not get a tattoo on your face. Um, don't get a tattoo probably on your chest. Uh, that's very specific. And again, people know how to hide them and you can always wear a t-shirt, so whatever. Um, but certain shows you also have to be shirtless in or you might have to uh, show some skin. So no matter what though, just be honest about them. If you've already gotten them, make sure people know. You know, when I, um, 
Oh, I love you too, Sherry Sanders. You're so sweet. Um, I know when I'm auditioning, for example, for um, celebrity cruises, we have people fill out a form, and one of the questions is, do you have any tattoos? Don't lie on something like that, right? Like if someone is asking you up front, we don't not hire someone because they have a tattoo. We just like to know. Um, and that's important information for us just in terms of costuming and in terms of thinking about makeup and all the things. So just be honest. Probably don't get a tattoo on your face. Definitely know how to cover it up with makeup. Again, there are tutorials all online. And uh, that's how I feel about that. Also, maybe don't get bad words. Uh, not that... Uh, words can all be good or bad, but you know what I mean. Maybe don't get profanity and maybe don't, you know... I don't know, get hate symbols on your face. That that seems like a pretty bad idea. Um, but that's just my two cents. Um, I think I had another question. Zach asked, Kate, love your spring wear. Oh, hey, thanks. This was my, uh, my Easter dress today. Uh, I liked it, so I just kind of kept it on. Um, what's the best way to get industry people in New York to come see a show you're proud of that's happening in New York? Uh, well, Zach, I'm coming to your show, so calm down, clown. Um, but I think in terms of answering your question in general how to get industry people in New York to come see a show that you're proud of that's happening in New York. This is a really great question. And, you know, I always like to say, for those of you who haven't watched Office Hours before, I can only speak from my experience, right? Who I am, the offices I've worked in, the actors I've worked with, the um, casting directors I've worked with, the creative teams I've worked with. So take every single bit of information that I give you with a grain of salt, knowing that if it doesn't resonate with you, don't listen to it. If it does resonate with you, take it to heart and maybe start doing the things. Um, but here's what I can say about this. If you have a show that you're working on and it's in New York City and you know you can get comp tickets because here's the thing, asking an industry person to come see a show and not offering to pay for a ticket is kind of oddly a slap in the face because you're already asking someone to come uh, do their job for you. That's one way that you have to look at this is if you're asking someone to come watch your show, you have to remember if that person is a CD or an agent or a manager or even like a music director, a director, writer, creative, you are asking them to do their job when they come to watch your show, which means if you're not paying them to do their job, you better be at least paying them with a ticket and with your time, right? That's, that's how we have to remember these things are real. So if you are asking someone to pay to come see your show, I highly recommend you don't do that because that means you're asking someone to pay, pay you to do their job. So that's the first thing. So if you know you can get comp tickets to your show, you know you have access to that, um, and you have a personal relationship with someone, I think you just have to be very specific about your asks, right? So don't ask for every show. But if it's a show that you're super duper duper proud of, which I think for you specifically, Zach, since you asked the question, I know you're really proud of this show that you're doing right now. Um, and uh, I think you have every right for the people that you have personal relationships with um, to make sure that you find a way that is a personal contact with them um, to ask them to come. So again, you can do a mailing, you can send postcards. Nine times out of 10, those postcards are honestly gonna end up in the trash. They probably are gonna go straight to the assistant who's gonna look through them. Um, and then if it's not about something that they think someone's gonna wanna go see or that they think um, 
is important for like seeing someone because you might need them for a show that you're working on that you're casting or that you know you are looking to fill someone on your roster they're probably going to toss that postcard um, but again if you have a personal relationship with someone and like your Facebook friends with them or you have their email because you've actually hung out with them you know who they are um, reach out to them and say hey I never do this I never ask you to come see my stuff but I'm doing the show that I'm actually super duper proud of and I'd really really love to offer you and a friend a friend? No one ever offers a friend a comp seat with me. That would be so delicious. I could take a date. I could bring my, my, my partner to come with me. I could bring my assistant. I mean, that's even more delicious. Give me an incentive for that. Um, you can always send that email with the knowledge that someone might not write you back. Um, or, with, you know, with the knowledge that they might say, I don't come to shows like this, sorry. Um, but they might say yes. So again, I wouldn't send that to a cold uh, person. It could be someone that you've gone in for several times, that you feel like you have a friendly rapport in the room, someone that you've met in real life, someone that you've taken a class with, that you feel like um, you really responded in the class, more than just like a one-on-one -on -one where you're like, hi, this is me, here's my headshot, bye. Um, but you know, you took a workshop with them or you feel like you really, they really know you as an actor. Um, why not just reach out in that way? Also, social media is your best friend. Talk about it on Facebook. Talk about it on Instagram. Talk about it um, on Twitter. You know, tag people on on Twitter. Like, don't tag people in a picture on Facebook. That's weird. I absolutely loathe that. I loathe being tagged in things, asking me to come to things, because then it ends up on my wall and it looks like I'm advertising the product, which is not fair to me. I didn't sign up for that. Um, but... You know, if, if we're, you know, acquaintances on Twitter and it's something that you think I might really enjoy, if, you know, tweet at me. What's the worst case scenario? I delete your tweet? Someone deletes your tweet? Um, that is the kind of cost of being on social media, right? If we want to be social beings, people get to communicate with us just like we get to communicate with them. Um, so that's kind of how I feel about that. Zach, does that make sense? Um, that goes back to my number one most important thing in this industry. It is all about cultivating relationships in any way, shape, or form that you can. You must say yes. Go outside of your house, meet people, try to, you know, if, if industry events are not the way that you're going to meet people, get on the Shaper app. This is my other bit of free advice. If you don't know what Shaper is, S-H-A-P-R. Um, Shaper is the basically is is an it's a dating app kind of uh, for entrepreneurs and for people uh, who are kind of young and up and coming and cool, creative, interesting people. You put your kind of resume on it. You attach your LinkedIn or whatever social media you want, and every day you get 20 matches within your city, um, and you get to say like, do I want to meet this person and do I not want to meet this person? I've met some really cool people through Shaper, people who are writers who are looking for casting directors, actors who are looking to meet people, uh, people who are in Broadway shows who have really interesting uh, side hustles that I'm fascinated by. So there are really cool ways that if you're an introvert or if you don't like parties or if you don't like that kind of thing, to actually create meaningful relationships with people who are also putting themselves out there. It's, it's vital. Um, so that is something that I think is great uh, for meeting people. You know how I feel, guys. You must meet people. And in order to do that, you have to say yes. You just have to say yes. You have to leave your apartment. You have to put yourself out there. You have to be okay looking the fool, but you have to meet people. All right. Uh, Bernardi, you started a question that says, we've all heard it's important to put yourself out there. And then you said, 
let me finish, let me reset, and you never did. So what's your question, boo? I'd love to hear it. Um, oh, good, Zach. I'm really glad that was helpful. Uh, you're the best. All right, Remy says, similarly, similarly, I haven't been in for certain offices in a few years. I don't think there's been any bad blood. I just think that I haven't matched the description of what they've cast recently. I'm thinking of sending a quick email or postcard saying hi and letting them know what I've been up to. Which one is preferable? I know y'all are busy. Well, first of all, we're all busy. This like us versus them, us them thing needs to go. For those of you who don't know my theory, I do not believe in the term the other side of the table. I believe that tables were meant to be convened at and that we should all meet at the table and create together. Uh, I hate this kind of, I know y'all are busy. I know you didn't mean that, Remy. I, I know that wasn't your intention, but it gave me a perfect excuse to talk about this. Um, I don't believe the other side of the table exists. I believe we are all creative humans who are sitting at a table together, and when someone walks into audition, they just happen to be coming in and sitting at the table with us. So, yes, we're busy, but I also know you're busy too, girl. You are a busy bee. So, um, I think for me, for, for my two cents, uh, email, if you actually want people to see it, it still might get deleted. I just, postcards really, I believe, are a super antiquated thing. Sometimes a postcard comes at just the right moment, just when we need to see it. Um, and if you can afford to do both, feel free. I just think that postcards are, are kind of a dying art form. There's nothing more beautiful than a handwritten note. In fact, I have one right here that was given to me. It was so, I mean, look at this handwritten amazing thank you note nothing is better than getting this in the mail it's personal it's interesting it's kind it's generous I keep all of them I keep all of them I love them um, but postcards just like a postcard saying like hey I'm back that's kind of useless to me um, Remy you're talking about a handwritten note like this to somebody um, you have stationery amazing well here's the thing uh, if you're doing this, if you're doing something that's really like a personal note, um, that's much better. And I think if that's if that's something you want to do, feel free to do it. Certain offices, me, I love them. Clearly, I'm like looking at my mail right now, and here it is. Um, and certain offices, it's probably still gonna get thrown away. Um, but again, if you have a personal relationship with people, then I say send snail mail. It's so sweet and lovely, depending on how busy you think that office is, right? Um, if an office has nine Broadway shows and lots of different people, um, I think it's probably going to be better just to get an email because it's easier to get it on your phone and look at it really quick. And even if they just see your name and don't read the email, it's a quick reminder like, oh, right, that person exists, um, which is better than a postcard being thrown away. Um, so again, I would never, ever, ever send an email or a postcard, a personal postcard, to someone that you don't have a relationship with. And again, I know you know this, Remy, but this is just kind of advice for everybody. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's, uh, it's not a smart decision. Um, but if you do have a personal relationship with them, again, even in an email, we see who's sending it to us. That, even if it's deleted, is a great reminder that you exist and that you're here. So does that answer your question, Remy? I, I think it probably does. Um, I personally 100% believe we live in a time where people do not take the time to connect and uh, and say thank you and give, you know, uh, if there's any opportunity, I try to say thank you as much as I can to the people that I work with and uh, to, to uh, communicate with the people that I am working with how grateful I am that they've chosen to work with me or that they're sharing their gifts with me um, and I cannot stress enough how magical it is 
when someone says thank you to someone in in my position, um, I I don't know how much you uh, watch movies, but uh, people who do what I do are often the villain. Um, and we're always eating chips too. What is that? Why are we always eating chips in the audition room? I never eat chips in the audition room, um, but we're often the villain. And uh, you know, everybody has a different uh, way to. Uh, express themselves in an audition room. Uh, people who do my craft are very different types of people, but all of us at the end of the day want to help people succeed, help people get jobs. We literally are there to help you get a job. So I cannot express how lovely it is when someone takes the time to say thank you for that opportunity or write something uh, kind. Uh, hey, Michael, I'm glad you're in a cab watching this. What's up, where are you going? Tell me, where's this cab going? And hey, Shonda, hey, it's so nice to see you. Um, Sherry, it's so funny that you just said communicate because my mother's license plate when I was growing up was literally communicate K8. That is correct, K-M-U-N-I-K-8. That is our family motto. We have always been communicators, and communicate was actually her license plate. That's so weird, Sherry. That's crazy. Um, I love you, Sherry. I'm so glad you're watching. Oh, Michael, you finally have the question for me. Awesome. So Michael says, I've been putting myself out there, quote unquote, despite feeling a bit emotionally underwater, and I'm afraid I'm not representing myself well. I believe in action and keeping the collective chin up, but would you say there are times when one might just need to marinate a bit? Oh, Michael. I cannot express to you enough the importance of marination. Um, here's the thing, artist friends. All of us who are sitting at that table that I'm talking about, that we're all coming together to create at, uh, all of us need a few things. We need thin enough skin that we can let emotional vulnerabilities come out and thick enough skin that we can take criticism in a way that doesn't harm us. We need to be able to communicate uh, with our words and with our bodies in a way that is healthy and pure and real and honest. Uh, we need to have healthy bodies and healthy minds to be able to do all of those things. And if you are at a place where you feel like you are underwater um, and you are forcing yourself to put a collective chin up, it is time to take a break and to marinate and to refocus on you and sleep and eating well and exercising and doing whatever it is that you do to make yourself feel like the best artist and human that you can be. Because all of that is so wrapped up together and you cannot create if you are at a place where you feel like you're not even representing yourself well. I talk a lot about the times where I feel like I'm like floating out of my own skin and often that's because I'm like, I'm drinking too much caffeine and I haven't slept and I have said yes to too many things and I become such a, not a fake version of who I am, but it's this like floating outside of my own body version of who I am. And I absolutely cannot at all make the art that I want to be making. And I know you can't either. So if it's, if it's to a place now where you're waking up in the morning and you have to like put that collective chin up, um, I think the more important thing to do is think like, do I need to sleep right now? Is it more important that my body sleeps? Is it more important that I go drink more water or that I take a class or that I get in, go to the gym or I hang out with my like girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, husband, wife, child? If you just need to communicate with like the earth, if you need to like garden or go for a walk or go for a hike, these things are more important than going to an audition. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart because so many people walk into that room to join me at the table and they are not in a place to be doing their craft that day. 
and it doesn't serve them and it doesn't serve me, it doesn't serve the room, it doesn't serve the team, it doesn't serve anybody. And I would much rather those people be more self-aware and understand that they need time to marinate, which I love that word, I love that you said that. Um, it's more important to be a healthy human in order to create art. We see what happens to artists who are not healthy humans. We see what happens to artists who become addicted to drugs, who become addicted to alcohol, who um, in their lives way too soon, we see people who get so tired and so exhausted that they are done. They become unable to create or they create so much that they go crazy, right? We see this time and time and time and time again. And it is because people do not take mental health days. It's because people do not take the time to understand what's going on within themselves. And they don't take the time to do the work because it is work to calm down, settle down, read a book, think about themselves and what's going to serve themselves best we have to take care of ourselves as artists guys and that means reaching out to your community asking for time with friends asking for time to just like be a human that has nothing to do with trying to be on broadway or be in a show or like what class i'm taking right now or like mm -mm, who am i meeting like i get it i talk about all of these things right I, my, my whole livelihood is talking about these things and uh, making sure that people know how to do it but more importantly i know that sometimes you have to turn that talk off and take care of yourself. You have to do this, friends, or you're going to burn out. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm very sorry that you are at a place where you don't feel like uh, you're above water. And more importantly, I would say make sure you're talking to people. Anybody, anybody out there who feels like they are emotionally underwater, I hope you have someone to talk to. If you don't have someone to talk to, reach out. I know a lot of great therapists. I know a lot of great people, a lot of great coaches that you can chat with. Um, you should always ask for help. Always, always, always ask your parents. Ask a coach. Ask a therapist. There's no shame in asking for help. Um, I hope all of you are hearing this because this is one person's question, but it's everyone's quest is figuring out how to not be emotionally underwater. Because it is dark days, friends. Dark days are happening and I care about all of you. I want all of you to have emotional wellness and health. Um, so definitely try to keep that collective chin up, but it's okay. It's okay to not go to auditions. It's okay to take some time to like focus on other things, focus on other work. Um, Good. I'm glad that's awesome. But now, now I'm going to keep this conversation going for other people too. Um, it's okay to hang out. It's okay to say, I've been working really hard. It's not happening for me right now. Maybe I need to explore other things. It's okay to say, I don't know why I got a degree in this. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. It's okay to say, I don't want to do this at all. I want to go be a painter in Arizona. Like all of this is okay. It's also okay to try that thing and then come back. If you're like, absolutely not. Arizona being a painter was not my life. I'm ready to come back and tap, tap, tap at that open call in the morning. Um, Everyone has to take care of themselves. And uh, that looks like different things for different people. For some, taking care of themselves means going to three classes at BDC in one day, going to six open calls, having a Shake Shack, and going home. For those people, I say, amen, honey, you picked the right craft. Like, this is your life. For the people who that is not how they take care of themselves, fine, understand you, cultivate your point of view, know what it is, and know how best to execute. So. Um, I do want to reiterate though one more time if if you are a person who is struggling to find happiness or wellness or health or um, any of those kind of things you must ask for help it is time to ask for help 
um, and there are lots of resources that are cheap, free, open, uh, available to you, and there's absolutely no reason to feel alone. Loneliness is the number one public health crisis right now, in my opinion, that people are not talking about. And so if people feel alone, reach out. I'm here, I know a lot of cool people, I can help you, yeah? All right, does anyone else have any questions for me? I have been chatting for about 40 minutes. I still have 20 minutes to go if you have any questions for me. If not, I am more than happy to leave you with the Easter Bunny and all sorts of things. Um, Michael has just said he knows a good therapist if anyone wants one. So. Look at this feed if, uh, if you're looking for a good therapist recommendation. Uh, Mr. Bernardi has one for you, which is awesome. Um, I also know several good people in the city. I know a lot of artists, therapists as well, people who work specifically with artists who are having a hard time. So that's just something to check out. Um, does anyone else have any more questions for me? I am here. I will stay for another five minutes until I get another question. Um, if not, I can chat about a couple other things uh, coming up. I do want to say if any of you out there are interested in um, going on, working on a cruise ship, uh, I am going to be back in New York City. I've been traveling all around the country uh, with celebrity cruises looking for people, but if cruising is something that you're interested in, A, you should check out the Tune Up Tuesday that I did with Sherry Sanders two weeks ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I don't remember, where we talked about what actually it means to go on a cruise because it is a totally different experience than it was 15 years ago when it became not cool to do it. Um, you are going to get paid a lot of money to see the world, get a grasp of all sorts of interesting things and sing really amazing music, really cool arrangements, really beautiful choreography. So if you're interested in uh, going on a cruise, feel free to send a submission to me at katelumpkincasting at gmail.com or show up for our open call. That open call is not this upcoming week, but the next week. The dancer open call is on Wednesday the 26th, and the singer open call is on Thursday the 27th. Um, I would love to see some of you there. We are looking for our singers to give us 32 bars of their best pop rock. Not musical theater, please give us pop rock. Um, we can probably tell that you can do musical theater by singing pop rock. Um, so I'd love to see some of you there. Singer auditions again are on the 27th. That is next, not this next Thursday, but the next one. And uh, open dance call is on the 26th. That is the Wednesday, two weeks from now. Um, so I hope some of you will show up to that. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Our choreography is awesome for our dancers. Any of you out there who have booked jobs with me or come to uh, dance for us, you know, it's like a pretty solid, awesome day. Um, and singers, we just uh, we just love to hear you. So come on out. Um, great. So I don't think I have any more questions. Uh, does anybody else have something for me in the next two minutes? Please let me know or I am going to, uh, to bounce. Um, friends, I just wanted to tell you, oh, good. Remy, you're welcome. I'm always here to help you out, babe. Anytime and always. Um, and that goes for anybody out there who is watching. Truly, uh, I'm always here. Anytime and always. Send me a message on Facebook. Send me an email. Send me a text. I am here to help you. The reason I do what I do is because when I moved to New York and I thought in my soul I wanted to be an actor, which was... Uh, wrong. Um, I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. I didn't have anyone to ask questions to where I felt safe. Um, and I certainly didn't have anyone to talk with about things like maybe I didn't want to be an actor, but I didn't know how to say that. Um, or I didn't know how to sign up for auditions, or I didn't know what I should be singing or what I should be wearing. And so I do this work now every week from six to seven to make sure that you have a touchstone to ask anybody who won't judge you 
I won't judge you. I won't think less of you. I won't not ask you to audition for me because you asked a question. Um, I think it's a really important thing and I really, really, really love doing it. So if there's somebody that you think needs to know about office hours, please, please, please tell them to follow me or uh, friend me on Facebook. Tag them in this video. Tag them in any of my videos um, and let them know what I'm about because I don't want anyone to ever feel the way I felt when I was a young actor in New York. Um, Great, so it looks like I don't have any more questions, so I am going to go, um, but I'm gonna say the spiel that I always say at the end of my videos, which is something along the lines of this. It takes a lot of work to be an artist. It takes a lot of courage, it takes a lot of strength, it takes a lot of heart, it takes a lot of fearlessness. You are all fearless beings who are doing work that is very, very, very difficult and undervalued, and people say that it shouldn't be a priority anymore. And to that, I say, boo, hiss. Art is the most important and the most vital thing that we can be doing right now. Um, and I really appreciate that all of you have uh, decided to make a life out of this life force. Um, it's hard, and I'm here, and I'm a resource for you anytime that you need it. I think you guys are incredible humans. Uh, you do something that most people would never, ever, ever have the courage to do, and you do it sometimes three times a day. So I applaud all of you. I think you're brilliant humans. Uh, I'm here for you. I support you. I love you greatly with my whole heart, and uh, I look forward to seeing some of you soon. If you need anything from me, you can always find me at www.kate-lumpkin.com. You can find me on Facebook, search for Kate Lumpkin. You can either try to friend me as a friend or like my my uh, my business page. You can subscribe to the podcast version of Office Ca of Office Hours on iTunes, and feel free to send me an email anytime. I do private coachings every week, um, and I'd love to get you on my schedule. Okay, friends, from the bottom of my heart, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderfully fulfilling week. Happy Easter to those who celebrate, and happy first day of warm, warm, warm summer to those who don't. Bye.